What's up? What's up, beautiful people? It is your favorite power girl, Zita Michelle, and welcome to Oh Well with Zita Michelle. Why Oh Well, Zita? Well, because people going to talk about you when you're doing good. They're going to talk about you when you're doing bad. Either way, it's Oh Well. And I've come to the point in my life right now where only God can judge me. So yeah, Oh Well. Well, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I do not remember what episode we are on, but nevertheless, we are on season two. Yes, we are. And today, I just wanted to fill you in on a few of these exciting events that are going to happen before we actually go into the podcast. So on July 30th, ladies, we will be setting sail. Powerful set sail. Yes, we are. We are climbing aboard a yacht and we're going to have food and beverages and empowerment and who knows even maybe a little live entertainment is going to take place nevertheless only 49 lucky ladies will be able to hop aboard this yacht so i need you to register sooner rather than later by clicking the link in my bio on instagram and my instagram is zeta underscore michelle with one l m-i-c-h-e-l-e zeta zeta underscore michelle on Instagram. Click that link in my bio and register for Powerful Let's Set Sale. I'm super excited about that. And also, we are going into summit mode, October the 22nd, 2022. Yes, we are here out loud Houston. It is a women's summit. I'm telling you, I got some orators on the roster. I will not reveal them to you as of yet, but nevertheless, just know that this particular event will be open to over 200 women i'll tell you how to register once we get close to that time i am so excited about heal out loud houston because there are so many women that are suffering silence they're uh, suffering in silence they're dealing with anxiety or they're dealing with depression or they're dealing with mental health issues that they're not totally aware of because a lot of times we don't do our research as women we are hormonal creatures and those hormones sometimes trigger other things that are happening in our bodies and in in our minds and in our psyche and so we're going to talk a little bit about all that and heal out loud Houston on top of having a great time while doing so but nevertheless I don't want to keep you I just want to hurry up and hit it and quit it with this podcast today honey I want to talk to you about I don't know if you follow me let me just start here first I don't know if you follow me on on Instagram um Zeta underscore Michelle Z-E-E-D-A underscore M-I-C-H-E-L-E I don't know if you follow me on Instagram but this morning God had really dropped something in my spirit and I felt like you know what this needs to be a podcast this needs to be talked about and so what I did was uh I do this mirror talk every morning I'll I don't have time to really explain to you guys about what that mirror talk is about because there is something great that is connected to these mirror talks and I'm going to be revealing that really really soon also. I'm just excited about a lot of things that God is doing and I think I'm more so excited because I'm coming to a place of healing and at first everything for me if we're gonna keep it real because i always say in order for you to heal you got to keep it real you know i was just going through the motions you know what i mean i had the appearance of things but i didn't have things down pat all right and so with that being said when i was going through my whole process i was trying to write several books and god stagnated my pen he would not allow me to write from a hurt place or he would not allow me to write from an unhealthy nor an unhealed place 
So he stagnated my pen. Well, I'm super excited to say that he has released my pen. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys real soon what's taking place with that. Like I said, it's so, so, so very much that's going on behind the scenes here at MPM. But I am excited. But nevertheless, this morning I did a mirror talk. And that mirror talk uh, was about make ready. Now, let me explain to you how God deals with me. You know, I've been fasting and I've been praying and I've been seeking God for answers because trust me, there are some things in your life that only will come about by fasting and praying. So I had to push that plate back a little bit. You know what I mean? I had to deny myself in order for me to hear God clearly. And so this morning I'm laying in the bed. You know, I typically get up um, sometimes in between the hours of four to seven and I'll get up and I'll just lay there for a minute and I'll put my worship music on. And this morning I lay there for a little while and I listened to my worship music and then I dozed off and I woke up and the worship music was still playing. So I shut it off. And when I shut it off, I heard the Lord say, make ready. What? Make ready. Okay, make ready. Let's see what make ready is. What is make ready? I had to ask myself, like make ready. And then he said, remember, make ready. And I saw a vision of this sign that flashed in the back office of my um, job. And on that uh, board in the back of my job, it says make ready manager. So I couldn't understand at first what God was saying, but then when I began to visualize that board in the back and when God spoke those two words to me, make ready, I knew what he was speaking to, to me about in that particular moment. Let me tell you, ladies, there is a stage in life that you just have to like, I mean, don't get me wrong. TV is fine. You know, actually, I was just talking to my daughter earlier. I was like, yeah, I think I'm ready. I'm getting ready to get rid of this cable because I really don't watch TV anymore. I just don't have time for it. Like talking about, oh, nor time, nor not, not even time. I don't even have the energy for it anymore. But I do like my shows when my shows come on. And maybe because all my shows are off season right now that um, I'm not as interested in the TV. But nevertheless, God had been speaking some things into my spirit. And in order for me to hear him, I had to go on a fast. And not only did I have to go on a fast, I had to make sure that my eyes, my eyes, the, the, the eyes, the my eyes and my ears and my and my heart and everything was open for understanding what it is that God is speaking to me in this season. And so with that being said, moving forward, God said, Zita, I need you to make ready. I said, okay, make ready. Now, let me explain to you what make ready means in the terms of where I work at. I work for a luxury apartment community. And as I said, there's a board in the back and that board says make ready. And I'm like, okay, make ready. So what happens is when a person moves out of the apartment or a person is scheduled to move out of the apartment on the make ready manager board, there is the apartment numbers of those people that are getting ready to exit that particular unit. Now, nevertheless, make ready is when the maintenance team is going to go in and they're going to assess the property. They're going to assess the unit. And in doing so, they may find that um, the paint might be damaged in uh, certain rooms and it needs to be repainted. Or they may find that 
you know what the refrigerator isn't working anymore or the stove is out and so they gotta go into these particular apartments and they have to fix all these things why to make ready what are they making ready for they're making ready for the next person the new person the new tenant now ladies and gentlemen you can apply this to any area of your life that you want to but nevertheless for us women, typically um, women look for things relational. Um, some of us look for things financial. Some of us look for things, uh, you know, um, just to enter into that next phase of your life. But I want to talk to you from all different areas on tonight. I want you to make ready, sis. And what do you mean by make ready, sis? I want you to make ready because there are some of you that are stuck in um these covenants these unholy covenants that you've made with people and not just people um anything anything that you connect yourself to um that is not of god you've become into a, a covenant with that thing okay so say for instance you were dating bob and um you know, you fell for Bob really hard and you and Bob was really vibing or whatnot and you and Bob broke up, but there is still a part of you that loves Bob and you and Bob wasn't married. You and Bob ain't had nothing, you know, um, solidified as far as like being exclusive in this relationship or whatnot. But nevertheless, when you laid down with Bob, you created a covenant, right? And so nevertheless, you didn't get over that you left Bob and then you started dating Jack and now you and Jack are kicking it and you feel like you know you vibing with Jack and you like Jack and whatnot and you and Jack you know y'all entangle or whatever and then after y'all entangle y'all leave each other alone because it didn't work out so now you also connected and made covenant with Jack okay now as it relates to um you married folk Maybe there was something that took place in your marriage and, you know, there were some unresolved issues or maybe they were resolved from one party, but not resolved from the other party. But nevertheless, you were still in covenant with these people. Now, mind you, a covenant can be broken in marriage, but when there comes to a point of reconciliation, um, you know, that covenant can be reestablished under the eyesight of God if both people are on the same page. But nevertheless, some of us has um, have created these covenants. And what God was speaking to me this morning, he said, Zeta, tell the ladies that they need to break these unhealthy covenants. They need to break these unhealthy soul ties. And hey, I'm guilty also. I am guilty also. And you know what God said? He says, you know, there are some things that the women have been praying for. And there are some things that the women have been, you know, asking me for, whether it be relational, financial, um, you know, um, business-wise, or, or whatever that looks like. Um, and I can't release it to them because they are in covenant. Mm. What? They are in covenant. And in order for me to release what it is that they've been really wanting me to 
um, give to them, they're going to have to break these covenants, you know, and I talk to a lot of women and I hear women saying, you know what, I'm just ready for love. I'm ready for a husband. I'm ready for my relationship, but they are still so connected to so many soul ties and so many unholy covenants and God cannot give that to you or release that to you until you make ready. And when I say make ready, I don't mean just like, oh, drop, oh boy, get him out your spirit, get him out, you know, no, make ready means like when God is going to make ready for you, when, when, when he's going to release to you, when you make ready, when he's going to release to you, you're going to have to be, uh, ready for that emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, all around. And you're going to have to be all around ready for whatever it, whatever it is that God is getting ready to release. Now, remember when I say God says either make ready and I'm like, what do you mean make ready? You know, there are some areas of our lives, like I said, like, okay, make ready. The maintenance man, Carlos goes into apartment 613 and 613 has a crack wall he has to make ready because the wall was damaged as it is in the natural. So it is in the spirit. Some of you guys want God to do some things for you. And there are some damages that have occurred in your life. And you're going to have to either make ready, repair those things that need to be repaired. Are you going to have to get rid of those things that need to get rid of, you know, we'll make ready sometimes me. All right, we can fix that. And then make ready may mean, you know what? We can't fix that. We got to get rid of it. And we got to put a whole new different appliance in here because that stove or the refrigerator is not going to work anymore. And for the new person that's coming into here, they're going to need to enter here. They're going to need to be able to operate that stove or they're going to be able, they're going to need to be able to operate that refrigerator. That new person that's coming into your life, you're going to have to be fully operational, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, intellectually. You're going to have to be fully operational because what God is not going to do is he's not going to bring you his son that he has prepared, that he has uh, taught how to be a husband, to pray for his wife, to be there for her emotionally, financially, physically, to be that security for her. He is not going to give his son to you if you're not ready. Why would he give him to you for you to do damages to him and to hurt him or or to um you know to not be functional in this this new covenant that you want to go into? Uh-uh, sis, you gotta get rid of the old. Like you know how the Bible says that you can't put new wine into old wine skins because it'll burst. It's gonna be wasted. It's going to be wasted. It's, it's not going to be good anymore. It's going to spill all over the place. And see, some of us are asking God to do some new things in us when we got rid of the old. So when he says, Zita, I need you to make ready. I say, oh God, I say, okay, God, I hear you. I'm going to make ready. I'm going to make ready. If I tell y'all the stuff that God has been doing in me and through me, it will blow your mind. If I can walk you through my house and show you some of the wacko, crazy, psycho stuff that God has me doing, it will blow your mind. I am 
when I say I'm radical, I am radical. When God starts speaking to me, I am a radical Christian. So much so radical that at one point in life, God told me to take some, uh, some pieces of paper and put them in the sole of a shoe that said the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord because I needed those that person's in the individual steps to be ordered by God. And before I knew it, that person went from smoking to preaching because I had enough faith to say, you know what? I believe in what the word says. I believe the word that that, that word of God is alive and it's true and that it can manifest in my life. But let me tell you something, sis. There are some things and some um that you will believe in God for and it's challenging you. It's challenging your way of thinking. It's challenging your faith level. But what I love about God is even in the story in the Bible when the man said, you know, God, I want to believe you, but I don't have enough faith to believe you. Could you please help me believe? He asked God to give him the faith to believe God. God, give me the faith to believe you. And there are some things in my life that are transpiring right now. And I'm like, okay, God, give me the faith to believe that you can do this in my life. But in order for me to see those things manifest, in order for me to see God move the way that I want God to move, I'm going to have to make ready. And make ready means cutting off some unhealthy thoughts. Make ready means um, identifying my triggers. That's a whole nother story. Because guess what, girl? We have triggers. We have triggers. And I don't know if you ever experienced it at one point or another in your life to where everything is fine. Everything is beautiful. And it may be a certain date or a certain song or a certain fragrance or a certain phrase. And it triggers something into you in you and it brings you back to a negative time or negative space that you were once in and what it does is it tries to pull your spirit back down and so God has me in a place right now to where I'm identifying triggers yeah I'm identifying triggers and understand this there are certain things that I will not even entertain anymore you know what I don't want to see that Instagram page you know what I don't want to hear that song you know what I don't want to go to that restaurant you know what I don't want to be connected to that triggers there are triggers and you're going to have to remove yourself from these places people and things that cause you to be triggered Jenny Aiko, I think it is a song that she has. It's called Triggered. I never listened to the song before, so I can't really tell you exactly what it talks about. But of course, me having adult children, you know, I always hear them say how Jenny Aiko is so toxic. So I think she has a song called Toxic too. I'm not sure. But anyway, we're going to have to get rid of some of those things that trigger us. So now I'm at this point right now to where I'm identifying my triggers. I'm making ready for God to move in my life. I'm getting rid of the old and I'm preparing for the new. And so this morning I was watching um, Bishop Lester Love on uh, of the City of Love in New Orleans. He was on live this morning and he was doing his walk that he does um, every morning. And when he was walking, he said, anoint some things that you want to see grow. Because he called today, I think he called it um, 
Holy Wednesday. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But anyway, he was saying, you need to anoint some things. Yeah, I think it was Holy Wednesday because Good Friday is coming up. And he was saying, you need to anoint some things in your house that you want to see grow. He said, you want your wallet, your finances to grow, anoint your wallet. He said, uh, you know, anoint those things that you want or those areas in your life that you want to see grow. And I said, oh, okay, then. Well, that's what I'm going to do this morning before I go to work. So I got in the mirror first, and I was like, hey, sis, yeah, you in the mirror. You know how I do in the morning. I'm talking to myself in the morning, but also talking to you. Because they're all, I'm not going to even get into that. I digress. I digress. But nevertheless, he was saying, anoint. He said, anoint your wallet if you want to see your wallet, you know, um, grow. So I was like, oh, all right, that's kind of like a good idea. So you know what I did? Before I went to work, I got my anointing oil. I anointed my wallet. After I anointed my wallet, I anointed the right side of my bed. <laughs> sure did. I anointed the right side of my bed. After I anointed the right side of my bed, um, I anointed my head and I spoke over my day. I commanded my day. I said, to my uh, to not, to my angels, this is what my day is gonna look like. I said I'm going into work today with a with a mindset that is gonna be positive, and I'm gonna speak positive things throughout my day, and I'm gonna smile, and I'm gonna be nice, and I'm gonna talk to people, and I'm gonna encourage people. And typically, I do that all the time, but nevertheless, lately I have been in a place where I've been kind of frustrated because I really feel like you know what, my season is up at this job, but I cannot move prematurely. I have to wait until. God says, okay, yeah, time's up, season's up, you know, however that's going to happen. But nevertheless, I'm making ready. I am making ready. I'm making ready. It's out with the new, out with the old and in with the new. So here it is. Uh, Carlos will go into the apartment. He'll assess everything that that that's damaged, everything that's broken, everything that um, needs to be fixed. And then once he does all that, he reports back to management and he says, okay, 613 is made ready. Oh, okay. Why is 613 made ready? Because now it's time for that new life to come in. <laughs> it's time for that new life to come in. You understand what I'm saying? That spirit that was left behind, that left all those broken and damaged and, uh, and, and, and things that were no good, they, that they had to fix up. And let me tell you something. There are some times when people leave and they leave stuff behind. Uh -huh. They might leave some... Um, old mirrors or old uh, furniture. I've seen people leave um, laundry detergent and water and things of that sort. And you don't want what was left behind because you don't know what was attached to it. So you have to make sure that that thing that was left behind, we have to make sure that, you know what, let's clean this out. Let's get everything out of here. Let's make this ready for the next person. And then before long, Along comes somebody and they're walking into the office. Hey, I was wondering if you guys had any one bedroom, blah, blah, blah. Well, we will have one available on this day. And they're like, oh, okay, on that day. Yeah, we'll have one available on that day. And you can move right on in. It's made ready. And then on the day of, of when everything is made ready and everything is um, beautiful. I mean, it smells fresh. It smells brand new. The walls are painted. The cabinets are polished. The stainless steel is sparkling. 
the hardwood floors are shining the ceiling fan is spinning the ac is blowing and it's ready for that new life it's been made ready uh so when that person comes that day super excited ready to move into their new apartment because something new is beginning to happen and why is something new beginning to happen because they stepped out and they said i'm getting rid of what was behind me i done moved from that place in my life and i'm ready to move forward to this new place in my life perfect example i lived in a fisher housing project most of my life when i decided to move out on my own my very first apartment was in the lower night ward lord jesus in the middle of the jungle in the lower night ward on the corner of andre and urquhart and honey i mean the dealers was on the corner the first day i moved in there they had a block party i was sick as a dog you hear me and i was like oh my god what did i get myself into and at that time i was on a government assistant program that said that i had to stay there for several years before i can move huh. i got a prophecy and he was like you're gonna be moving out of there you ain't gonna have to stay in there and then after that i was like okay i'm i'm done with that i'm done with this old place this place is no longer for me you know but nevertheless someone else is going to come look at it with fresh eyes and that'll be their new start because that's their that's when that's the space that they're going in and that place has to be made ready for them but for me i'm moving forward so i decided to move in the suburbs um of uh i think it was gretna yeah it was Gretna and from Gretna I left Gretna from this little townhouse and I moved to Woodmere to this two-story house with the game room and everything else but I went from one space to another space to another space but in each instance I had to prepare myself for something new I had to make ready so sis you listening to this podcast right now you know you saying you know what Zita um I'm tired of being alone I don't want to be by myself anymore. And I've heard this. Oh my God. I've heard this so many times. Not only this month, but last month, uh, the months before that. Most women that I talk to are encounter. I promise you, I heard this a thousand times. I'm just ready for love. I'm ready for my husband. I'm ready for this. But let me say this to you, sis. Be anxious for nothing. Don't rush into anything. The Bible specifically says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor with the Lord. You are somebody's favor. Guess what? He blessed now, but when he get you, he going to have favor. You underdig? And let me tell you something. Don't be in a hurry because you will be rushing into something specifically because that is what you desire. You know, I want to be in love. I want to post on Instagram. I want to do these couple posts. I want to do all this other stuff. And you never know what's going on behind closed doors because guess what? Marriage is work. And if you're not ready to do the work, it won't last it won't last trust me it won't last so don't rush yourself into a space because you feel like you want to do the instagram post you want to travel you want to do all these other things because there's more to life than just instagram posts and traveling and doing other things you see because where i'm going at I won't make hell nervous. When we hit, when we hit step out, I won't make hell nervous. I don't want you on my arm because you cute. I don't want you on my arm, you know, because you could dress or you fly. I, I know, baby, when we step out, we going to make 
hell nervous. We got some things to do. We got some ground to cover. We got some um, speaking, preaching, empowerment, and all kind of stuff to do in the name of Jesus. And I know it's not going to, it's going to take a whole lot of, you know what I prayed? I prayed, God, if you're going to send me somebody, send somebody who's strong enough to handle my strength. I said it, who's strong enough to handle my strength. I'm not rushing into a space to to just look good or just to take Instagram pictures or none of that. Because in order for me to be a whole woman, I got to be a whole woman. And what I mean by in order for me to be a whole woman, in order for me to be able to give all of me and all of myself to someone, I have to first begin to um, address those things that were broken. And then after I've addressed those things that were broken, now I can actually start the repairs. And then once I start the repairs and those things that I see are broken and those things that I see are um you know, or, or it's going to take a little more work, time and attention to repair because God can restore, you know, I can work on that, but I can work on, I don't want to work on my issues with somebody. I want to work on my issues by myself because when it's time, oh girl, I'm going to be fired. I'm going to be fire. I'm going to be fire. You know, there is so much that I've learned as a woman, um, that I know how to apply now. You understand what I'm saying? So it says, don't rush your way into anything. Don't rush your way into anything. Be patient. India Irie says, I am ready for love. Yeah, I know. That was the wedding song of the century at um, one point in time. But you know what mine is now? I'm going to wait on you. <laughs> I tasted your goodness. I trusted your promise. I'm going to wait on you. Yep, I know I can't sing, but look, God loves my worship. That is my song. I'm going to wait on God because those that wait on the Lord, he will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will walk and not get weary. They will run and not faint. Something happens when you wait on Lord and wait on the Lord. Something happens when you wait on God because then you're waiting, you're getting wiser. In your waiting, you're getting stronger. In your waiting, you're learning to trust Him. And while you're waiting, now I'm quoting Maverick City in Elevation Worship Music. While you're waiting, you should be praising. While you're waiting, you should be worshiping. While you're waiting, you should be courting God. And don't rush love, sis. Don't rush love. Make ready. Make ready.